Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filipponi. Chargers, Jaguars. What would the Chargers need to do in the playoffs to keep Brandon Staley and turn down Sean Payton and the other top coaches who obviously would be interested in that job? I think they need to one win this game, and then they need they would need to go to Kansas City. And they would need to play. They would need to play a great. They would need to play a game that if they lost, you still would say like they did in week two. Hell of an effort, you know. Like I think that would keep him for another year. But if it's just beat Jacksonville, go to Kansas City and lose by like I don't know thirteen. I think it's the same. I think there's going to be people that are going to tell them. You need to fire him because I've got so-and-so on line one who wants this job right now. Well, so I, th- I think it's the same thing. Like the, So, like, I think McCarthy's fired if he loses. You're saying McCarthy's fired if they can get Sean Payton. I think that that's the standard that the Chargers should hold themselves to. Like, I don't think that you fire Brandon Staley just for losing, but I think that you probably fire Brandon Staley for losing if, you feel like you can get tier one offensive coach with Justin Herbert. Wait a minute. I said, if they lose the next week to Kansas city, you're saying you would, you would argue for keeping him if they lost this game. I think that you need to have a definitive offensive stud coach who will take the job. And you, that should be doable. That should be doable. I'd take a shot on like the guy in Detroit, the Ben Johnson and fire him. Yeah. Staley. The, when the, the worst thing for Brandon Staley happened this week, yeah. Williams isn't going to play. That well, is we don't square. know that yet. We don't know oh, that yet. Oh, yes, we do. He missed a pra- – he, 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 they're done practicing because Staley, Friday – Yeah, I mean, Staley said he's coming with them and we'll see. And oh, he had that asinine quote that reps aren't as important and blah, blah, blah. I don't think he's playing. And if he doesn't play, that is squarely on him. Oh, a hundred percent, man. Listen, Brandon Staley's my, like, I love that guy. And there was just a piece put out about how great his defensive game plans have still been. And they very well might be, but that is, it was one of the most ridiculous, egregious things for the coach who doesn't play his guy in any preseason game, which I agree with to then go against that logic and play dudes in week 18 when you're locked into your seed is completely nonsensical and indefensible. So 
if he gets fired, he'll deserve it. He'll get hired immediately as, as a the defense- head coach. No, as a defensive coordinator. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, he'll he'll he'll, he'll get hired immediately, and he'll get a shot as a head coach again. Um, he is the type of guy, young enough, enough bright moments, he will get another shot. Um, but I think that they would move on from him in a loss if they had a tier one offensive coach there. But I don't know that they would do it just for another coordinator on the come. Because at some point they're like, we've got what they have an awesome roster. They're in an awesome stadium. They're in an awesome city with an awesome yeah, quarterback. Yeah, but part of the problem there is that with Brandon Staley is that this Lombardi character, who's their offensive coordinator, is looked at as a complete boob. They they have a guy as their offensive coordinator. Look at the routes. Look at the yards yeah. per pass attempt. Look at like the way they play. No one likes it. No, you know, no. All the smart football people say this offense is prehistoric for what they have from a weapon standpoint. I agree, and I agree. My thing is, if they fire Brandon Staley, and it was Anthony and Justin Herbert was Anthony Lynn, Brandon Staley, and the Lions' offensive coordinator, Brandon Staley would be looking around, being like, "Man, I'm a Rolls Royce. Can you get me a professional driver?" Like, they they need to, they would need they would need to get proven NFL head coach. Is my point. You can't give him another, like, maybe this guy just got promoted above his pay grade as as a coordinator. You you would need to hire Harbaugh or Peyton or someone like that, even though I've got my questions about those guys, too. I just feel like, like you can't keep doing would the same thing. Would you take Jim thing. Caldwell over Staley? No. Really? Yeah, I wouldn't. I know everyone loves Caldwell. I wouldn't, no. Well, what do you? Well, you're okay. So now you're you're calling out the football media. I'm ageist. Writ, you're ageist now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, is is that that's the best you can do for? Like, rank them. Mahomes one, Allen two, Burrow three, Herbert's four. Right? He's the fourth most desirable quarterback in the NFL to coach. Well, there's the guy that's on the other side in this game. Yeah. There's also your guy. No, I mean, listen, I love I love Fields, but Lawrence and Herbert are above Fields. Come on. I know they are. Although you've said it multiple times on this podcast this year that you take Fields over Lawrence, so we should probably have those scrubbed. Yeah. Yeah. That's not aging great. Um <laughs> But I mean, those guys have been doing battle since they were in sixth grade in the same class in Georgia. So like they've been one, two, two, one for forever. I think they're both going to be studs, but I, I, do you think that Lawrence is better than Herbert? I'm seeing a little bit of that develop this week. That seems very premature. No, I'm not going to say that. Okay. Who do you have winning this game? Chargers. Yeah, me too. I also have the game being high scoring. I do not. Yeah, I've seen a lot of smart gamblers think that I'm on the wrong side of this one. You didn't already put that in, did you? Yeah, but I put it in at 46 and a half, and it's up to 47 and a half. So I got I got 47 as my key number. But you have key numbers. Yeah, I'm a key number guy. Okay. Gotta have that CLV, buddy. Closing line value. All right, Seahawks Niners. What do you think of this new playoff format? Do you look at these two seven games as proof that the NFL messed up a good thing? No, because I'm always going to take more football. Right. 
And I, so that's the obvious point, and I agree with it. But the other thing is, like, teams sat guys in week 18, but the best teams didn't. Because they were going for that one seed. That's what I'm saying. So, and like, the Chargers should have sat guys because they were locked into the five seed. So you're always going to have some problems with teams at the end of the season sitting guys when they're locked in. But I feel like from the NFL standpoint, you'd rather have the best teams right, playing their players. And I think that there is a legitimate amount of intrigue. Like it makes, it makes the regular season matter that much more if there is a difference between the one and the two seed. I think it makes sense. Which there should have always been. You should have never rewarded the team that finished second with the same prize as the team that finished first, which was a week off. So right. I like that too. Other than home field advantage, if they met in the NFC Championship game. Yeah. Or AFC Championship game. Yeah. I like it. Uh, I said it last week. I just want to reiterate here. I think that Brock Purdy can win Super Bowl MVP. I think that that's, I think, dude, I know. I know. Well, dude. I said last week that I think they can win it with him. I don't think he's going to be the star. I don't think he's going to be the driving force behind it offensively even. I know their defense is great. Um, I'm just reminded of my guy, Roethlisberger, who sat on his podcast earlier this year that they need a veteran quarterback and was begging for the 49ers to give him a call and bring him out of retirement. And I do think that if he was their quarterback right now, they'd be in much better shape. I would, They've won yes. 10 straight games. And, and they would look like they were head and shoulders better even – than the AFC favorites if they had him. You're out of A proven – you don't know how a rookie quarterback is going to respond to this game on Saturday. He might shit his pants. That's totally – we've not had a rookie quarterback win a playoff game since when? Russell Wilson? 2012? I think is the last time it happened. Is Ben Roethlisberger in shape? Am I in shape? Is Ben Roethlisberger in shape? I don't know. How are all these? Is Mac Jones in shape? I mean, how many of these guys are really quote unquote in shape that are pocket passers? Dude, Ben, ben Roethlisberger hasn't played football and he didn't look good the last time we saw him play football. Stop with this Homer stuff. You don't believe this. You don't believe <laughs> what you're saying. Wait a minute. If you, if they had signed Roethlisberger, say, a month and a half ago, and so he had like that. You runway. don't believe what you're saying. Yes, I do. I don't. Okay. So here's the thing about the Purdy talk that I'm, I, I need an answer from you on. Do you actually think he's good or are you putting it all on the system? Which one is it? Is it him? Like, are you saying, like, are you admitting like, actually this guy is good and he's in a really good system or is it just the system is basically quarterback proof? Anybody can go in there. They're all interchangeable parts. It's like the Broncos with running backs under Mike Shanahan. Is that what we have here? Jimmy Garoppolo completed 67.2% of his passes this year. Okay. Brock Purdy completed 67.1% of his passes this year. Okay. They both threw four interceptions. 13 touchdowns for Purdy, 16 for Jimmy G., Jimmy G did it in two more games. Passer rating, 
Garoppolo, 103. Purdy, 107.3. Okay. So what are you so this is your way of saying what? This is my way of saying that he is good enough in that system that makes anybody look good. Dude, dude, but you are the guy that. who has said several times, this is why you play, this is why you go with Lance over Garoppolo. Because Garoppolo is good enough to win you games, but he's not good enough to win a Super Bowl win. And now he has the same numbers as Jimmy G. And you're saying, wait, actually you are, he is going to win the MVP. You can well, win Hold on a second. But what I also said is this year in the NFC, you're not playing a 13-win Packer team and a 13-win Tampa team. So the you NFC- are down on Philadelphia then. This is the an N- admission that you've soured on them a little bit. San Francisco is the second seed in the NFC. The only other team in their caliber is Philly, who they won't have to play for a couple of weeks, man. No one else in the NFC can beat San Francisco. Brock Purdy going to Philly in playing that team in that road environment is going to be a tough, I, tough spot. I You said Super Bowl MVP, though. I can't well, if you're fathom. The, if you're the quarterback of the team that is in the Super Bowl, you're the favorite to be the Super Bowl MVP. That's how it works. Like uh, four out of five Super Bowl MVPs are quarterbacks. Okay, so, but I can't, I can't fathom. They get like I guess if they get to the Super Bowl, that will mean he will have played well. But dude, if I they can't get to the Super Bowl. He will have played I, well. And let's say it's I Niners, can't picture Chiefs, you a Niners. month from now being like, "We got the Niners and Chiefs, and you know what, Pony." Pur- Purdy's going to win the MVP and beat Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. You're not going to say those things. You're not. So don't try to set me up now for this pretend conversation that will never happen. You, you will know what not I am have gonna, that take. You know what I am going to say? Here's what I'm going to say. Pat Mahomes is the favorite to be Super Bowl MVP. And the second favorite is Brock Purdy. Because every single year the favorites for Super Bowl MVP are the two starting quarterbacks. Okay, but I could then take any team in these playoffs yes. and say, you know what, Danny, Kirk Cousins can win the Super Bowl MVP. No, He's because the, the Vikings the- are not good enough to get to the Super Bowl. But if the Vikings got to the Super Bowl, then of course he could be the MVP. Dude, there are two teams and two teams only that could come out of the NFC. Philly and San Francisco. Those are the only two teams. So therefore, Brock Purdy can be Super Bowl MVP. He's got a better chance of being Super Bowl MVP than Tom Brady or Dak Prescott. I'll tell you that right now. Is that what the is that what the odds actually say? Because I bet you could bet Super Bowl MVP right now. You think Purdy's ahead of Brady and Dak? I bet he isn't. I he definitely should be. If he's not, will you bet it right now? Sure. Okay, it's posted. Where? You're, he's he's fifth. <laughs> yeah. You son let, of a let, bitch. Yeah, let, let me guess. Let me guess. In order. I'm going to nail this. In your fucking grill. <laughs> Mahomes. Yep. Allen. Yep. Hurts. Yep. Burrow. Yep. Purdy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then, but you're talking about value. The Niners have have better odds to win the Super Bowl than the than the Bengals, so Purdy should actually be ahead of Burrow. 
for MVP. Yeah, but if the two met in the Super Bowl, Burrow would be favored over Purdy to be Super Bowl MVP. But would the Bengals be favored against the 49ers? Probably not, but it's more likely that if the Niners win the Super Bowl, that McCaffrey or Bosa or somebody else. That's not what this is saying. This is not saying that McCaffrey or Bosa or Debo Samuel. They're saying if the Niners win the Super Bowl, it's going to be Brock Purdy, dude. I understand that. I hope they fucking lose this weekend. (laughs) You are such a hypocrite too, because you should be out here saying Geno Smith. You give Geno Smith a second chance. Oh, no, Geno's got no prayer this week. It's it's You know what actually might help them? We're talking about, like, biblical flooding, like, bad, bad, bad rain during the game. Like, horrible, horrible weather conditions during that game, which will neutralize your boy Brock Purdy. And make it a Kenneth Walker before, right? You've bet on the Super Bowl before. You're aware of how it works. No, like I, you're, what you're saying about the quarterbacks being the favorites to win the MVP, it's dead on. But I, I, just, I just can't wrap my head around this like universal faith that is out there on Brock Purdy. He doesn't turn the ball over. Their team Look is at awesome. who they played. Look at who, who they are played they with going him. to play. Philadelphia in Philadelphia. And they'll be an underdog. Yes. What more do you want? But they're winning these two games to get there. I, uh, You've turned me into a Cowboys fan. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Oh, man. All right. All right. We did it under an hour. <laughs> yeah, for six games. Uh, all right. Thank you to Spencer. Oh, Ra- programming note. We're not going to release our next podcast until after the Monday Nighter with the Bucks and Cowboys. So. Yeah, we didn't think it would be it, – it makes no sense for us to do it until we see the end of that game. So, we'll we'll record after Monday Night Football on Dr. King Day, and uh, we'll have it for you first thing Tuesday morning. Thank you to Spencer Ray, our producer. He's Andrew Filipponi. I'm Danny Parkins. First in pod, tell a friend. Thank you.